you're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of The Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. I'm Josh. I'm Seal. Let's talk about By Gelfling Hand. Ah, some more of this prophecy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving these episode titles, By Gelfling Hand, or else by none. So goes the prophecy. Yep. So did you give any thought as to why would they name this particular episode by Gilfling Hand? Did you give any thought at all? No. We'll wait. We'll come back. I mean, if I was to give it thought now, it's like, <laughs> that's a bit on the nose, but you know. Hey, so we've already recorded two episodes this evening. We have. This is our third. It is. And we took a little break. We had. We a little, did. We had a little spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, so I feel rotini I, and meatballs. Rotini. Rotini is oh. the best pasta, by the way. Is it? Yes, because what happens is a little <laughs> screw shape, right? So it it absorbs the sauce in between the bits of the pasta, mm-hmm. and it suck. And so it's more flavor. Per bite, more surface area for the sauce and the stuff to get into per bite of the pasta, and it it's it's a flavor enhancer. Oh, okay. Well, thanks. Sure. I, I mean, just I just thought you'd want to know. I, I don't think I don't think you're wrong. I just never gave it much thought because I am much like the Skeksis. I just put things in my face. Oh, oh man, they were just having and they, they they were, were having a. Feast. An, an essence party. They were having, yeah, it wasn't even, it was, it was, yeah. I mean, come on, just jamming their faces in the bowl. That's right. No, no utensils. No, none whatsoever. No pretense. No. The, no before no. The, the big feast scene we've seen before, there was a bit of putting on airs and a bit of pretense, mm. a little bit. I mean, they were still kind of slovenly sloppy, but... There at least was some uh, use of some utensils, yeah, some cups and bowls, some plates, serving the food. And now that now they're just jamming their maws right down in the bowl. Some some sense of etiquette. Yes, etiquette is the word I was looking for. Thank no you. No etiquette whatsoever. None. Just like you said. And Chamberlain rolls up and he's like, "Where is everybody? There's no guards. This place is a mess." And yeah. mictruations are happening. Okay. All right. So we're, we're just going to leave with that. In the hallway. We're just going to lead <laughs> with that. And it's not even the fact that we see uh, a, a, a Skeksy peeing. That's uh, So what? So what? Pee. Uh, we all do it. Relieving of oneself. It happens. Uh, emptying one's bladder. Yes, of course it happens. You got to do it. But. Um, Die if you don't. Three. Three streams? What is happening here? So that's a little <laughs> bit of that subversiveness mm. that I've come to expect mm-hmm. from the Jim Henson Company. Okay. Have you seen Muppet Treasure Island? Yeah. That is not a children's movie. The Most of them innuendo are, and the double entendre and everything throughout that movie, mm-hmm. that is classic Jim Henson. I mean, yeah, they're... Bit, Come on. So we got, look, can I, can I, if I can be blunt, if I may be frank, sure. The money's in the dick and fart jokes. (laughs) And so true. Here we are. (laughs) 
True. But, Nobody's above that. Yeah. But yeah, three. I mean, I think we've all had those days where, you know, you're going to get more than one stream. Sure. But this was just weird. And hey, yeah. And I, I love, love the Chamberlain's <laughs> reaction. It's like each he's like, <gasps> <laughs> just, worse. He's just completely horrified. Ah, uh, well, right. Because the thing that really got me going, ah, uh, good. The second stream starts better. And the third one, <laughs> best. I was like, I don't even, oh, I don't even want to know. I'm trying to process this information. I can't unsee that. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think that has caused quite the, the Twitter storm. The social media storm is people speculating on what all that means. And so it's interesting uh, how how folks will hone in on one particular thing mm-hmm. and it's like they'll run with it. And and I get it. I get yeah. it. But to me, it's just like, okay, whatever. We move on. Yeah. Of course, here and we are talking about here, it. Here we but. are talking about it. <laughs> but we do move on. You address it and you move on. I, I think a lot of important things happened in this episode. I know that we talked about how these past two episodes, four and five, you felt this undercurrent. There's things are, things are brewing, war is brewing, things are bubbling under the surface. Why? Because the life that you knew and everything that you believed in, everything that you held true, everything that you thought was true, stuff is being upended. And it started with just a handful. It started with Brea and Rianne and Deet. But now there's more along for the ride. Mm-hmm. More people in positions of power, more Madras know the truth. Yes. The all Madra gave her life for the truth. For the truth in standing up against the evil in their land. And this, more than any other episode, felt like okay, war is completely on now because. I just want to, again, I want to talk about Celadon because mm-hmm. I felt it, this episode felt very games of Game of Thrones to me. Big as, time. As, as though Celadon has at least temporarily won the Game of Thrones. I mean, mm-hmm. talk about a heel turn. So, yeah, let's preface all this discussion with she broke. Remember how we were talking about her, her being loyal to. I guess tradition. Mm-hmm. We even said loyal to the lies. Sure. She broke, she called people, she called her sister, she, she called out certain things as heresy, mm-hmm. but then commits heresy herself. So it's mm-hmm. by not burying her mother and burning her. Yeah. Very. But she, which of course she justified. Of course she justified. Very. Yeah, because that's what you do. A very, a very Luke burning Anakin moment if you will, mm-hmm. um, uh, burning her mom on the pyre. I thought it was really cool that you send out pieces of the crown uh, yeah. to, the, to the different lands. And, and then they then bring them back they with bring their them, blessing. And, with their blessing. Yeah. Uh, we finally get to see uh, members of all, well, not all seven, because one didn't represent. Yeah. and But we, we, we're definitely seeing more of the differences uh, between the Gulfling clans just mm-hmm. in their 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 own culture, um, their you know their their style, uh, just their physical features and mm-hmm. how they're very different from one another. So I thought all of that was cool. But here we see them gathering to 
crown Celadon as the all Madra mm-hmm. and to say, no, 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 we're not going to have any of this. We do not approve. We do not condone this. And that's uh, Madra Farah. Mm-hmm. And then I forget the other one, but yeah. Full far is the important one here. She is the important one. And she, I thought it was interesting how she thought Celadon was telling her one thing. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to back you up all the way. Mm-hmm. Your mom was right. You're right. We're going to take it to these guys. And mm-hmm. then Celadon says, oh, no, 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 no. You've misunderstand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loyal to the Skeksis. That's right. <laughs> and then it's, you see Madrafara's world just crash down around her. Yes. But what I appreciate about her is she didn't hesitate to, to pivot. As we, mm-hmm. as we have been pointing out many times, uh, what a great example of being presented with new information. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, well, in that case, not only do I not consent, but I challenge you. Yes. In uh, trial by air. So. Because as we know, the ladies can fly. That's right. As dudes or earthmen. I very much wanted to see that happen. I did too. I really felt like that was not, did that feel like something that really wasn't the Gelfling way, if you will? Sure. And then they mention it that I think there was a throw, a, one or two throwaway lines that the trials, the challenges were a Skeksis thing mm-hmm. that they, yeah. that they said, okay, we can allow for this. And these things, this really wasn't the Gelfling way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but it's interesting. You see, Madrafer operating within, mm-hmm. trying, still trying to operate within the rules that are set before her. And I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because in that moment, you're you're trying to call to or appeal to the the, the rules of order, mm-hmm. right? And and this is something I talk to my kids about all the time. It's like there are rules, and yeah, I don't necessarily like rules. I'm not someone that likes to follow rules all the time. Sure, some rules are meant to be broken, I think. But there's sometimes when you find yourself, hey, no, yeah, I, I can't not do this. I can't not follow this because we've put things in place that if I don't like it, we can have it changed. But until it's changed, this is what we have to do because we're not animals, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we can't. We can't just make things up as we go along, but that's exactly what Salem just did in this episode. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> this crown? Oh, the old rules don't apply anymore. <laughs> Pish posh, poppycock. Forged my own crown. <laughs> and that's why I'm and saying- And again, she justifies it. Yeah, Oh, absolutely. it's tainted. Oh, this yeah. one's tainted, oh, so yeah. I made my own that's right. symbol. And okay. I guess we just get to just- Makeup, huh? And yeah, okay. what for the Madras just kowtow to her? Well, yeah, and that's the thing. You could see that one of them had some questions. Yes, and but ultimately, she's like she bowed, right? So yeah. I'd be curious to see is that a temporary thing? Mm, yes. Yeah, we'll see. Will we we'll, win? We'll will we win one more over to our cause? Right. Well, I'll go along with this for now. We know that the Gelfling clans are going to be united at some point. Yes. So I want to believe that ultimately everyone gets along. Sure. And unites to 
battle the Skeksis. We know, well, and you we know, know they don't win. We know they don't win, but you know, <laughs> we don't need necessarily need the Madras on board. True. That's true. I mean, and and it's going to be, it's going to be interesting because maybe not all the Gelfling clans unite. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe some take themselves off the board before the real war and resistance sure. starts. It's possible. We see more, we've seen more of the clans than we have before. Yes. When we get introduced to another new character who mm-hmm. is from, oh gosh, I just, I just drew a blank. I did too. But it's the clan that's out there off to themselves. Yeah, they kind of went and did their own thing. Into the sand. And they come come flying in on this cool, big, flying stingray. That thing was awesome. Looking thing. That's what it looked like. Look like a giant stingray, but it was flying in the air. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, But even, uh, well, even, uh, well, Rihanna and some of the others are like, "Ah, I don't trust these guys. These guys worship death. Well, what was interesting about that, and again, I, I say you'll hear me to use this word "throwaway line," mm-hmm. and it happens, and it's it's a it's a thing, it's a device, and if you're paying attention, it means a lot, but it sounds like a throwaway at the moment. That's right. Rianne says, "Well, the Skeksis says they worship death," so mm. there's still a little bit of him that is yeah. ingrained in the old way. So it's still you're having. So it's interesting because even though you've rejected the lie. Mm. But you've lived with it your whole life, so you still, out of habit, regurgitate it from time to time. And, oh, okay, I've got to push that aside. So it's interesting. It's like it's showing that, you know, they're fallible and they have to deal with this and they haven't worked it all out. And it's not this nice, neat thing that they've come to terms with. It's showing that they're, for lack of a better word, human. Mm -hmm. Because you don't just get over something like that. You don't just... Yeah, you turn, you repent, so to speak, but you still have to deal with the lie that you've lived with for all that time. And it mm-hmm. doesn't your knee jerk mm-hmm. sometimes. And so I thought that was an interesting little line, yeah. and little, little throwaway line. If you're not, it's not that important in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a throwaway, but if you're paying attention, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, and I'm not saying this, this foreshadows something in the future. For Rianne, some sort of crisis of conscience. I think it's just a way of letting us know that, hey, these guys are still processing this stuff. That's fair. I think it's that simple. I think it's just a matter of, it's the writers letting us know, hey, our characters are still processing, as are you, the audience. Yeah. No, that's fair. No, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, that's that's what we do. Yeah. You know, because it's muscle memory. It's habit. It's yeah. like, you don't know any better. Right. Um, And you can't, it's not it's not like a light switch that you just flip and you say, Oh, Oh, well now, I mean, I guess sometimes depending on what the occasion is, you can go, okay, well from here on out, based on this information, none of this other stuff can be trusted. Right. But it would be hard in this world because there's still a natural order and Mm -hmm. you know, you're just, you're just making an assumption based on some information that you were told. And, uh, yeah, to completely throw that out the window because there could still be some truth to it. Sure. If we remember that the Skeksis business has always been, especially when it comes to the Chamberlain and not telling the whole truth. Sure. There could still be enough there. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. But maybe it's not in, in the way that mm, you think. And that's the, there's the rub. 
So my understanding is that that clan is very connected to the, the veil beyond. So it's not just the living and yeah. So is it Riker, Rikar mm-hmm. giving Brea the necklace made from bones. bones. Rian had made reference to that. Like, he gave you bones. <laughs> it's like it's made of bones. Yeah. Look at the bones. <laughs> Sorry. I had to do it. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> gonna have to watch that again. Yeah. I recently uh, sat down with the kiddos and we watched uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, and, nice. Uh, they loved it, which made me, I mean, that was, that was a happy day for me. That oh, was a happy yeah. no- moment for dad because you, there's always that, that bit of wonder as to, are they going to enjoy this yeah. as much as I do? And it's not from a a place of, are they going to understand it? It's just like, it's not for everybody. Oh, it's most definitely not for and, everyone. And, and, and the people that it's not for, I don't want to be friends with. So, <laughs> so there's that. Where were we? Okay. So, but hey, bones are cool, you know, and, yeah. and, and bones are used in, I guess in their, in their culture. Yeah. They, they may have had. And that may have been another device that the Skeksis use. It's like, oh, well, no, these people worship death. And, and, and then you get these rules that are put into place, that, you know, to, to keep people in their place. It's like, oh, uh, just like in, in our world where there's certain laws within religions and cultures. Like, sure. oh, well, you, you know, this is unclean or you can't touch this. Right. And it's like you tell these people this over here and you tell these people this over here. And they're, they're operating with this set of assumptions over here. And they, these folks are operating with these set of assumptions over here. And then when they get together, it's like, oh, no, we can't be friends or, or you know, you, you worship death. And it's like, oh, you, you don't take anything seriously or you take every, you know. And so it's it's a device to divide. Sure. And uh, but again, you can't just throw that out the window because you don't know better, yeah. at least not yet. Not yet. But uh, and that desert was pretty desert was pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty gnarly looking. What I liked about all that before we meet um, uh, Riker and his uh, crew, which he seemed like a cool dude to me. He did. They, the little, the little group took time to sit down and, and Brea's still trying to process the passing of her mother. And it's like, Oh yeah. Uh, and I love that Deet. Almost as though Deed is becoming quickly becoming a, a, a surrogate sister, and, mm-hmm. and maybe even surrogate's not the right word. Maybe just sister's the right word. Yeah. She doesn't need to be a stand-in. They can be sisters. Sure, you know, fam- family is who you choose to love, right? And so you, they, I feel like they're quickly de- developing this connection. Sure. She just wants to come in and comfort and 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 talk with her and help her process this. And she's like, "Well, what if we just perform?" You know, or if we own, have our own ceremony, we have our own ceremony, and it's like this is brilliant, and because ceremony is important, oh and, yeah, and I think sometimes we forget how important ceremony. We get so busy with our daily lives mm-hmm. and just going, oh, I got to go do this today, and I got this full schedule. It's like no, there needs to be time set aside to have ceremony, sure. uh, and and have some sort of ritual, not just for the sake of doing the ritual, but because there's a deeper meaning and there's this deeper connection with your past and your history and, and who has come before you and what, what, what a brilliant scene. It's like, yeah, let's have our own. It's yeah. just like, I think that would help. It's like, yeah, cool. Yeah. So they do that. And what I love is they start sharing memories and they start sharing mm-hmm. 
stories. And and what I thought was interesting is like in that moment, it's like, are they going to dream fast again? And it's like, well, no, 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 you don't need to do that because, and I thought that was an, because they could have easily done that, but I thought this was the proper choices. No, let each person, let each golfling, uh, articulate this story just as though they were telling a story because dream fasting almost feels like it's the, it's the cheap version uh, or easy path to the truth. Right. Cause there's not, it's almost as though there's not a lot of effort, right? Because all we got to do is just join. Yeah. It's very convenient and and it doesn't require a lot of effort. Let me just show you. And and there's value in that and there, it has its place, but I felt like in this instance, yeah, just telling a story because they're, they're digging into their own memories. And I feel like the way that you would articulate how you felt about someone would lose its power and its meaning if you did it any other way. Sure. And then, well, it, it's a, it's a mourning process. Right. And right. part of mourning is getting that out. And they even say, they use the term speak for the dead. Yeah. And I thought Which I feel was, is, yeah, yeah uh, important and, Very you know, important. eulogizing and because it's not for the dead, it's for us. Oh, absolutely. When, but, we, when we cry, remind, we, don't, we yeah. don't cry for them. Yeah. We're crying we cry for, for us. us. Yeah. Absolutely. But you have to do that. You have to have that catharsis. Yeah. To get there. And have you ever read the book Speaker for the Dead? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that absolutely. reminded me, I was like, that's what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. They're, they're speaking this person's life. One and, of the, and I thought that was a very sweet little moment. But it was important, uh, I think, what Brea had to say about her mother. Yes, very. And landing on the fact that she finally realized that I think before that time, it was always, as she said, I love you. Uh, now go do this. It was mm-hmm. always very task oriented, like, as though to say, I'm trying to uh, uh, to soften the blow, right? Sure. I love you. Go take out the trash. I love you. Yeah. Go, go to this meeting. I love yeah. you. Go get this report. But her realizing that, her mother meant it every time she said it. Yes. What a revelation. Uh, revelation. revelation. That was very, and see, that was the catharsis that she needed. Mm. So that was the moment, because that's what it is. That's what that speaking, that stuff mm. does for you, right? Because it makes you dig in and think, and you think about why am I saying these things? Because you could see she was just going on and on, and she didn't, at first, I don't think she knew where she was going. No, no, no. I think no. she just started, and you could see the light turn on, as she's talking and then it's like, she has this moment and we get to, it was so cool. We the audience get to share in that moment. Oh, she's making the real. Yes. Oh, wow. Cause she's again, ceremony. Mm -hmm. It it has a place. Stop. Slow down. Think, let it wash over you. Take the time to breathe. It's so important. Then Rianne, his realization, mm-hmm. I think his was a little more quick to come to him because he sure. had just. I think he had kind of gotten there. Yeah, he had prior, gotten. He, I think mm-hmm. he, I think he'd gotten there prior to his dad passing. Yeah. So I, th- I think he is. So he's he's still processing it, but he had gotten there prior to the death, and so yeah. now he's just. But he's able to articulate it now. And what I love is that he put his father in a place in his life as not as his captain and his father Mm -hmm. and understanding that 
up until recently, he probably only looked at him in one of those regards more than the other. Mm -hmm. And probably more so as his captain oh, definitely rules definitely. and order. Mm -hmm. But I would even argue that by the nature of their very relationship, he probably couldn't completely feel as though that was his captain because of the nature of their relationship. Sure. So that would have been the stated uh, answer. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's my captain. I follow my captain's orders. Right. But right. you know, in his heart of hearts, it's like, it's hard for us to delineate it. it, it I think that it would have been hard for him to uh, bucketize or compartmentalize mm -hmm. the, the, the two uh, separate things. Yeah. But I think in that moment he realized I don't need to separate them. He can be both. Yeah. It's part of that reconciliation that we Abs talked about absolutely. in a prior episode. He has reconciled those two roles. Yeah. Which is interesting when you think about all the roles that we, we hold and man, we could go on for hours talking oh, sure. about that and what, what we mean to ourselves and to our family and people that we work with and just how all those roles crisscross and some yeah. don't crisscross. And it's just fascinating, fascinating stuff. Um, but man, that, that was one of the, no, actually, I think that is my favorite scene so far. It's just them slowing down and being able to have the ceremony and being able to work through and have, as you said, this catharsis. Mm -hmm. And it was it, it was a moment. It was mm -hmm. a moment. And again, we're going to keep saying this. It was a moment where you felt true emotion. And it's like, it's a show with puppets. It's a puppet show, y'all. <laughs> it's a puppet show. And... And and it has all the it, I'm getting all the feels from a puppet show. Yeah, that just speaks to how good this show is. Absolutely, and it, it's good storytelling. It comes down to it doesn't matter the medium. It comes down to good storytelling, and that's what this is. Yeah, and and don't please don't misunderstand. I'm not trying to trivialize it in any way. No, 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 no. I feel as though I am elevating it even more by pointing out that it is something that is completely out of the ordinary and out of the norm. Mm -hmm. It is a show with no humans in it. It is, there is no uh, characters that look completely like us and emote completely like us that we can identify. We with do not see ourselves reason. in the no. characters. No. And that's, that's hard to do yeah. because that naturally takes you out of the experience. <laughs> that's right. And they've done such a good job with it that I am just continually more drawn into it. Yeah. I that's, mean, what that's a, good television, y'all. That, that is good story yeah. telling. Straight up. And it is a monumental task. And they are, they are hitting it out of the park. Six sure. episodes in and they haven't, there, there hasn't been a flat note yet. No, no, no. So. But something we were talking about over dinner, because uh, my wife maintains, she, she asked, she flat out asked, when's your horrible show going to be done? Yes, those are the words. <laughs> Literally the that, words that came that from happened. her mouth. Um, and, and so our discussion uh, then went into, there, there is no middle ground. Not, not in this world. No, no. Not, not with the Dark Crystal. You're, there just isn't. You're either going to love the show or you're going to hate it. And the same was true, I felt, for the movie. Yeah. People got it and they liked it, loved it, 
or it was just too much. And they're like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I don't want any part of this. And <laughs> I think that's the same with the show. I think that, that it was a, they're making brave choice. They made a brave choice just making this show. Absolutely. And they're continuing to make brave choices, doing what they're doing, doing things that may seem counterintuitive. Mm, like uh, what? Like the way that they're moving. I think I talked before, the way that they move the camera, the way mm. that um, they're not giving us someone to see ourselves in. Mm. Just little things like that. I mean, the, the, the you know, there's no, there's no, uh, we're not seeing an actual living thing on the screen. You say, well, but there's animated stuff. I say, well, but that's different. We're used to that. Yeah. That's, you know, it, it's, they're, they're doing things in such a way in these little subtle ways. Some, some, well, some not so subtle, but some subtle and it's working, Yeah, you know? And, and I think, um, I don't know with some people, it's going to resonate and some people it's not. And, and, and that's okay. Too, and and it's a dark subject matter. Yes. No, absolutely. I mean, it's right there in the name. Absolutely. And yeah, there's some horrible things that we see on the screen or almost see on the screen and they're not shying away from the nitty gritty of yeah. life. They're not, they're not shying away from the hard stuff. I mean, yeah. they're pulling punches visually because it's, it's a solid PG. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's safe. I mean, you know, the whole family can watch this. I would say maybe some of the younger kids not, but you know, it's a, it, it is something that for the most part, the family can watch um, young and old alike, mm -hmm. but they don't sugarcoat anything. No. And I think that catches some people out mm. that they want things to be a little sugarcoated. They don't want the evil and the grossness and the disturbing visual right in their face, mm. you know, the whole time. Yeah. You wonder, it's a, it can be a bit much. And so I can see, I can understand folks not liking it and but, I can understand that. And, and it seems to me that, you know, I, I, I can, I get that there's not a middle ground because mm -hmm. aesthetically well, the show is, it's out there. Yeah. And, and there's people that don't like to watch the news because they don't want to get bad news. Right. And they, they yeah. want, they don't want to see what's going on in the world uh, around them. Yeah. They and, want to escape not, to a happier place. Yeah, and, and I'm not, I'm not trying to single anybody out. I'm just, no, no, no. Yeah. just illustrating a point. I actually think something that Rianne said in this episode applies, which is yeah. when they, when they talk about going in, and because some of the, some of the guards still the, remember the, the, he had been accused and there were still some of the, the paladins that were like, uh, Oh, that's Rianne. Yeah. Oh no. He's a, what, what's he doing murderer. here? Oh, this guy's a murderer. And then later when they were talking is, Hey, we got to go unite everybody. We got to tell everybody mm -hmm. what's going on. The evil, the, 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 the lies that the Skeksis have spread. And it's like, well, you know, that's not going to be an easy thing. And yeah, that's, that, that's right. Because, and, and I'm a paraphrase here is something to the effect of it's hard to recognize the light after living a lifetime in darkness. And that goes right back to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Where Rian has a line about what the Skeksis said. Yeah. 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 There you go. Absolutely. And I think that just kind of ties everything together. And I, mm -hmm. it, you, you either like this or you don't like it. I just don't think you're going to be eh about it. You're either no. going to say, Oh, this is awesome. Or, what the, what or the this is, is this not crap? for me. Yeah. It's, it's either, <laughs> this is great or this is not for me. And either one's fine. Yeah. We only got would, four. Would that everyone would come on board and enjoy this, but that's okay. It's okay. That's okay. That's the cool thing. It's 
like what you like. I, and I'm glad that they didn't make a show for everybody. Yes. Because if they made a show for everybody, it wouldn't be as good. I, I love the line. It would be all milk toasty and yes. bland. I love the thought where it says, if you make something for everyone, then you've made it for no one. Sure. And you don't do things to just be divisive. You, But you do want to speak to those that want to listen mm-hmm. to what you have to say. And that's, that's marketing 101. And I'm not saying that's why they're doing it. It's like, no, we have a story to, t- I would actually say that go, we, we're going to, we need to go watch the, I've watched part of the documentary on Netflix mm. and uh, I got busy with some other stuff and I needed to, it's like, I'll, we'll, we'll come back to that because I actually think that warrants an episode by itself. Sure, so when we're done good, with this, that would be a good wrap up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But here, here's a little taste uh, of, of what was mm. in there. Going right along to what we're saying uh, about not compromising, about bringing something, uh, bring, bringing this puppet show to life and making us care when there isn't something that we can, there, we, there's not a mirror for us to look in. You know, we're being immersed in this world where we, we the, 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 con, the context that's there is purely emotional. Purely emotional. They did a lot of trials on animating the Gelflings, but having the Skeksis be real characters, and it looks like hot, steaming garbage. And they made the decision to say, no, this will not work. It has to be, everything has to be like the original, or it's not going to work. It's not going to resonate because it does not look right. It does not move right. Mm-hmm. but they did make a compromise. They did all the practical effects and the practical puppets, but they will enhance certain things sure. with CGI, like the Skeksis tongues and some of the backgrounds and well, some and of the, the chase scenes and running and skittering yeah. up and down the trees. And but sure. You, all of that works, but it works. Yeah. All of that works because it is an enhancement. It is not the main right. course. Right. So we're going to go back. It's and, a little seasoning. So look forward to that. We're going to, we're going to watch that documentary it's gonna be great. and we're going to do a separate episode of just that so that we can all fanboy out yes. over this world of thrall, which is enthralling. Yes. And we, we love every second of it. And we are glad that you are here on the ride yes. with us. Thank you for listening. You could be doing a million different things, but you're listening to us talk about something that's awesome yeah and you're awesome for being here with us we do want to hear from you mm-hmm. as always if we forgot something which i'm sure we, we probably did, did or you have some insight and you want to share that we'd love to add that into the show we want to build a community around this show yep all of the shows that we do which is many We've got a ton of them out there. We and did one on Good coming. Omens, Chernobyl, The Boys. We got the Creep Show. Creep Show coming, coming at up. you. Oh, God, I can't wait for that. So many. There's about five or six more before the end of this year yeah. that are going to get released. And the only way you're going to know about it is how? The mailing list. Yes. Yeah. So go to recap.fm slash newsletter. 
So make sure that you don't miss out on all of our announcements mm-hmm. and updates. And there's going to be all kinds of exclusive stuff that we include in there. We want you to be along for the ride. And that's the best way to make sure you don't miss anything. But you can also hit us up on social media mm-hmm. at Recap FM, primarily Twitter. That's usually the best place. Yeah. We also have a group on this app called the Flick app, which is a dedicated podcast app that has groups on it to where you can talk and chat about all the episodes, uh, about the podcast itself or about the show. And I'm going to put the link to join that in the show notes. I don't think I've done that up until this point, so I apologize. That's but okay. That's just another place for us to gather and talk about the Dark Crystal. Yeah, we'll both be in there so you can, you know, chat us up. And I am confident that this is not going to be a one and done. I am confident that they're going to do at least another season. Yeah. I don't know when that would happen because it probably takes, you know, like CGI movies where it takes like five years. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is no small task. No. Because everything has got to be built from scratch. Yep. Well, the nice thing is they've, They've got a lot built now. True. So you could, in theory, get into production on on another season sooner. But potentially, still, potentially, but still, you know, it's it still it takes a lot. This is a Herculean effort on the part of these people making this wonderful show, and they got to figure out, you know, what part of the story do they want to tell next? Yeah. Do we want to fill in a little bit more? Do we want to go back in time? Because there's. There's no end to where we could go with this. They made a reference in this episode to going through or past Ronip's Pass, which feels like a place, like a valley or mm-hmm. something like that. Interesting, because mm-hmm. Ronip is Agra's son. Mm-hmm. Is this dude going to come into the picture yeah, at some point? We don't know. I don't know. But we are going to talk more Dark Crystal Age of Resistance next time. Mm-hmm. Got four episodes left. Six down, four to go. Getting kind of sad that it's coming to an end soon. But that's okay. That's okay. It's all right. It's we'll be, be here for each other. It's going to be all right. We'll gather around a fire and yeah. mourn yes. and tell stories. Yeah, we'll have our own little ceremony. Thanks for listening. And until next time, Resist! resist.